1: I will call upon you to do a service
0: for me Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com Welcome to the family
1: VTW Group, no purchase necessary where prohibited by law, see terms and conditions, 18 plus The Public Access Podcast Channel presents I Love Comedy The only podcast where comedians talk about stand-up comedy Part 1, The Art of Stand-Up and the Craft of a Joke
0: Alright, welcome back to another episode. As always, I'm your host, Everardo. And with me in the kind of co-pilot uh, scene, I'm not going to say co-host, that seems diminished, diminutive, even though that is kind of what he will be doing uh, during this podcast. Uh, kind of like a Batman and Robin, but with kind of just two Batmans, some might say. Uh, with me joining uh, is Mark Little, everybody. How's it going, this, Mark?
2: It's, going, it's fine. This is already... There's already so much I want to... You said welcome back once again. This is episode one, minute one
0: yeah. of this <laughs> brand new podcast. just kind of want to get a familiar feeling kind of right off the bat. So. Uh-huh, sure. And, you know, maybe... So make people
2: feel like they're they're dropping into a long-standing conversation.
0: Exactly. and. I want people to kind of feel confused, like what's going on, like like they dropped in on something that they shouldn't be listening to, but I hope they listen. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we want people to feel like they dropped in on something they shouldn't and needn't listen to. But they can't look away.
0: <laughs> it's the car crash. Yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of, you know, just a classic podcast, talk. get through uh, m- maybe every week, kind of see what check in every week uh Or uh-huh. not. We'll see. Sure. Um, yeah, so, Mark, what have you been up to? I just want to clarify for people that uh, I don't know
2: why I've agreed to do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everardo promised me...
0: This is huge that for me. I,
2: we would, ...that he had, a, he had a solid plan, but he also did mention... Um, he said, you know the first 20 minutes of Marin, the good part? <laughs> Where it's yeah, just that was... where it's just Marin alone in his garage musing. Yeah, that's what I unencumbered by an interview subject or a, a, <laughs> a specific topic. This is going to be
0: that all the time. Yeah, I, I, I that's how I pitch was to you. Yeah, it was a good pitch. <laughs> Which <laughs> you know, that's kind of what it's going to be like us us riffing, and hopefully this will be uh, this can all be usable stand up one day. Oh, you're hoping to turn this into material for your stand-up. Yeah, I think that's kind of like what Marin does. Kind of, uh, but you know, we'll see. Um, Mm. And I I just want to be clear. You know, we're going to be talking about kind of all. I'm a huge pop culture junkie. Uh, This is not going to be just one of those uh, movie podcasts where we just talk about movies. But that is going to be uh, might be part of it in some episodes. But it's not going to be the whole thing. but I do want to ask. I know Mark, you are a kind of a film buff.
2: A film buff.
0: Or a film junkie, I guess. More of a film junkie, I guess. Sure.
2: Sure. <laughs> I watch movies. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> yeah, you try to give me give my no, like my pretty normal hobby an intense connotation.
0: Yeah, so I'm just I'm just kind of wondering what have you been watching what have you been watching lately?
2: What have I been watching? Um you know, mm-hmm. I I'm always watching old movies. I watched uh, I watched Moonstruck with my parents. Moonstruck's like my favorite movie, and uh, I was I was at home and I was watching it with my dad and my mom, and I was kind of nervous about it because my dad like talks through movies, and yeah, I felt like I I emotionally had a lot on the line showing them like my favorite movie, which is kind of sentimental. Did they and, you
0: know, know it was your your favorite going in?
2: Yeah, I, I really stacked the deck. <laughs> like, I'll let them know that it's really important to me, that this goes well. And uh, and my dad, sure enough, talked throughout the entire thing. Damn. At one point, Cher comes out. She's had a makeover. She's got big 80s hair. And my dad goes, uh, well, her hair looked better before. <laughs> <laughs> Just my a, mom subtle
0: my... bur- a quiet burn to Cher.
2: Yeah, and my mom and my girlfriend really got mad at her uh <laughs> <laughs> for his taste, and I guess for coming, swinging at Cher, and then uh, and then the movie continues, and then there's this moment at the f- there's this final great scene at the dinner table or kitchen table where everyone's just like coming and going, and there's like this really emotional moment where Cher and her father are kind of coming coming together for the first time all movie, and uh, in this quiet moment, my dad says, uh, oh, "Her hair looks good here, though." <laughs>
0: So he, so he was preoccupied with Cher's hair the the entire. Yeah, I was movie.
2: literally, I was crying in that moment. Like there were tears in my eyes, and I was part of my brain was like, I wonder what my parents think of this. And then my dad goes, oh, "This hair looks good here." <laughs> like that? What are you? Are you watching?
0: Damn, do your, uh, yeah, do your, do your parents like? Comp- my my dad always is like joking through movies.
2: I think that's it. Like my dad's kind of doing jokes, but they're just not really like funny jokes. So they kind of just feel like yeah. bitter man muses aloud.
0: Yeah, a lot of it, like I guess, like it. A lot of dad watching movies with family is like him roasting the movie, or for for me, it's my dad like making fun of the movie a lot. Like he he, it's a movie yeah. he picked, and it's always like an action movie, and he yeah. calls them. American movies, because I guess they are American <laughs> <laughs> movies. That's really good. But, That's really. But accurate. like, not yeah. every American movie qualifies as an American movie, if you know it. Like yeah. certain movies, and they're always like, I guess basically propaganda movies, which a lot of yeah, these totally. kind of like action movies are. Uh, and he'll be like, like like Indiana Jones or whatever. Like he'll be like, he'll like kiss the girl at the end or whatever. And my dad will be like, "Come on," or like. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't buy that. Yeah, which that part what, what seems part? believable to me. But like,
2: yeah, he's, he just defeated Nazis with a magic chest that like makes them age and melt. Then he kisses a girl and your dad's. It's pushed too far for your dad. Yeah, Come on, or he's hasn't even been on a date.
0: Or it will be like, he would never win. Like he's. It's like yeah. Like obviously, a real person wouldn't <laughs> survive this situation. Yeah. Uh, your
2: dad wants. Your dad demands more realism.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I, yeah, I think you're right about that because I also noticed that my dad. I, I went on a vacation with my dad last summer, like a road trip. Me and him drove to New York, uh, mm-hmm. and he was on his phone the whole time, watching <laughs> videos. But like the videos that he was watching, full volume, no headphones, obviously. Yeah, and the videos he was watching are like violent death video like like terrorists killing people videos or like a lot of like like, from movies or like no like like from like live com or whatever like (laughs) jesus like videos of like mexican like cartels like murdering people and it's like he's just watching this also along with like prank videos too yeah So'll be Which like is a... like
2: the sort of low stakes version of those other videos, <laughs>
0: yeah. He's
2: like,, we're gonna make our buddy think that we're gonna cut his head off,
0: yeah, so my like... dad
2: laughs at those and then watches the real thing
0: those those are kind of prank videos that he likes. Like I think that's huge in Mexico. like scary pranks, like guy with a gun points at it at someone in an elevator and they run away, and they're never told yeah. that it's a prank. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is just like like once the people run away then he like points at the camera and he's like or like and then it like it's revealed it's a prank but the, they never yeah. know i remember so I this prank
2: i saw in this jet ja- it was like a clip from a japanese prank show it was a guy doing what he thought was a normal job interview but then a bunch of terrorists busted in and killed everyone in the room "Quote unquote," killed everyone in the room with like fake gunshots and fake wounds, and then this guy was just screaming and crying and crawling around, and then he had to crawl to safety. And the entire time, they had this little like inset bubble of a crowd reaction, a live audience watching it, and in the front row of the audience were this man's wife and daughter, and they were like laughing until they were in tears.
0: (laughs) Do you think?
2: Do you think that you're watching this? You're like, this guy has PTSD now. Yeah, like (laughs) you've affected this man forever. It's not. You (laughs) you can't just tell someone all of those feelings you had were just a joke. Yeah, even if he intellectualizes that, the feelings will remain probably.
0: Yeah. Do you think the doctors ever try to tell these this guy like, like the like psychiatrist or whoever like his therapist are like, yeah, I know you have PTSD, but it was just a prank. Like. Relax. Yeah.
2: Do you see the difference? <laughs> and then it, you, weren't, you weren't attacked. Do you see the difference?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that pranks give PTSD now.
2: Yeah, that's, that's next level pranks. It feels crazy that our world is simultaneously becoming more enlightened and more permissive about those things. <laughs> like we know more than we ever have about mental health. Companies are jumping on board with mental health initiatives. And yet... It's yeah. like cut a guy in half, slay his child in front of him, All let him prank. linger on that truth for two solid hours before you point to the camera.
0: Yeah, it's fucked.
2: He's already entered like the fourth stage of grief.
0: <laughs> I pulled a a prank on someone uh, last week. Actually, I got a text a, a a text message that was not for me, and it said. It said, Mark, this is Lisa. Here, let me, let me find this text. It was weird. Aren't
2: those the,
0: those are the two of the names from The Room? Those, Yeah. <laughs> is this... So maybe they're pranking me, but I don't think so. It said, Hi, Mark, it's Lisa. I ordered from both sites. My mom is placing her order tonight as well. It was super easy to order and super appreciated. Thanks. And this was on at 7.30 p.m., And for some reason I tried instead of just ignoring it or like saying wrong number, I decided to respond as it like do a prank back. And my prank was that to be a guy who's so tired, like act as if they woke me up. So what? (laughs) What are you talking about? so, So they text so this person, Lisa, texted their friend Mark. Saying yeah. that they ordered something. I guess, I'm assuming, yeah. from Mark. And I decided yeah. to respond as Mar- in character as Mark, pulling a prank on as this person. As if you
2: just got woken up by this text. Yeah, and I said, that's... Like you would if someone called you and woke you up. Yeah, but I Except texted Except you're doing it that through text.
0: <laughs> but I texted it back. I said, that's great, yeah. but please don't text me this late. I'm trying to get some sleep, and you just woke my ass up. And That's so... It's it was, way
2: too believable to be a prank. That's There's what, no prank there. That, <laughs> that's a trick. There's the fine line between a prank and a trick. Yeah, A lie.
0: I thought it was hilarious. I was proud of yeah. myself all night. I thought it was so funny. And then the next morning, I guess Lisa yeah. thought it was real because then the next morning, this was at 7.30 at night I, I said that, that she woke me up. Yeah. Then the next morning at 10 a.m., she said, sorry, Mark, for waking you up. I certainly wasn't trying to inconvenience you. I hope you and Michelle have a great time fishing.
2: Oh, God.
0: And I responded, can a guy get some shut-eye around here? <laughs> Keeping this tired Mark character. Why did you do this? I don't know. And I thought that was funny, too. And I was riding high all day. I tweeted about it. <gasps> I posted yeah. it on Instagram. And then I started feeling bad about it.
2: Yeah, you should have. And it, you impa- You're impacting their relationship.
0: Well, to be fair, I, I did feel bad about it over the first time. But then in the morning, I kind of wanted that high of like a, a comedy high. <laughs> uh, doing yeah. a bit with only this stranger who is not sure that it's a bit. Um, yeah. So I kept going. I'm thinking of apologizing. Oh, you haven't you haven't not clarified yet that you are not Mark? no, <laughs> I've kept this you, going and maybe ruined her relationship with whoever with Mark, whoever that is to her she,
2: yeah, it's not like she's she thinks this is Mark
0: yeah i just, <laughs>
2: you've convinced <laughs> you've convinced her <laughs> this, <laughs> this is bad and she's like Cause, why cause the what,
0: fuck is Mark so tired like why is he so tired and why is he so angry with me like you
2: have to clear this up
0: yeah so i looked i think i i do have to clear it up i've i've googled the number i've realized it's a massage therapist in peterborough i'm thinking of what (laughs) i googled her number this lisa person i found and I, i found out it's a massage therapist in peterborough i'm thinking of booking a massage you don't have to do all this and to apologize in person no Ma- after the worse. massage <laughs> after way <worse>. the massage
2: <laughs> way worse
0: cause also but also my shoulder has been a bit tight so get a
2: different massage therapist <laughs> just write write an apology tonight yeah apologize and clarify
0: Or maybe I'll book an appointment for Mark.
2: This is not fair. Are you even like, what are people's responses when you're posting this to Instagram? Um,
0: Mostly my sister was just like, why did you do that? Did you apologize? (laughs) (laughs) Who is that person? (laughs) That's pretty much a majority of the feedback.
2: It's bad behavior. It's not. It's not even like the kind of joke where when you tell her it was a joke, she'll be like, oh, yeah, I wondered why Mark kept saying such extreme things. So extremely out of character for Mark. I feel like in your mind, someone saying my ass is tired (laughs) is so unbelievably comedic.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought was... Was so funny when he said, "You but it's you normal. just woke my ass up." Like I'm picturing, yes. like this guy so sassy.
2: <laughs> Even you saying that as a joke, I'm still not sure if it's a joke. <laughs> it's a thing many
0: people say. Yeah, I guess it's not really. I guess it's not really a joke or a, a prank per se, but it's deception. Mostly just a lie. You've practiced
2: deception on what sounds like a nice woman.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Maybe I'll respond to her this week. Who probably
2: can't see Mark (laughs) ever because this is COVID. Yeah, she's probably (laughs) like, wow, Mark's... not going to get cleared up.
0: Mark's in a, like, weird place now. Like, he's way different. I haven't seen him in weeks.
2: Yeah, Mark's just tired all the time now and cranky.
0: And from the text, it seems like maybe she bought something from Mark. So I'm like... She's probably thinking, like, what the hell? Like, I just paid, gave this guy money, <laughs> he's such a yeah. such a dick. But anyway, so I will, t- yeah. I will. You're right. I should apologize to her. I will text her maybe this week, and maybe next episode will follow up.
2: I guess that's what this podcast is going to be, huh?
0: Yeah, maybe this will be a a true crime podcast. The crime being yeah the
2: text. <laughs> Except you're the one committing these very petty. Not quite crimes.
0: Yeah, kind of. It's kind of gonna be, be a mix of cereal, mixed with Jerky Boys, mixed with yeah, mixed with Howard, Howard Stern. That's kind of what this podcast.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is it's a true inconvenience podcast. You are inconveniencing people, and it's true, and then you are reporting on your own inconvenient behavior.
0: Mm-hmm. And there, and then. It's, it's not even that bad behavior. They're like, yeah, this was a little bit confusing for like one second. And then I never thought about it ever again.
2: Yeah. Honestly, pretty close to a lot of Just for Laughs gags that I've
0: watched. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the Where gags. it's just, like, <laughs> just be like
2: a nun is running for her life down the street and someone expresses real concern. Yeah. And then the nun stops and reveals there's a camera. Or <laughs> and the person's like, Oh, you're I guess you're okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess it is weird that a nun would be running. Not that weird.
0: Yeah, it is weird that <laughs> not, it's not outside sprinting the realm of believability, down, but. downtown Montreal. Or like a cop yeah. it'll be like a cop wearing a thong. And and then people walking by yeah. maybe they notice it. Yeah. And if they do, they're like, That's kinda weird.
2: And you point to a camera and the person is like, Oh, okay, I guess <laughs> I still think this happens a bit. <laughs> but I guess In this case, that's not what was going on.
0: Man, Just for Laughs gags. Do you think they could do gags? Do you think they did fresh gags this summer?
2: Oh, I would love to see how Just for Laughs gags is responding to COVID.
0: Yeah, what would be, like, social distance gags that they could... Uh,
2: A nun nun refusing to wear
0: a mask. (laughs) Yeah. It would be that. Or, like... (laughs) A construction, yeah. it'd just be like people pointing at a construction worker, on like yeah. a riser, and he like stuff, hammers his thumb. Yeah. Like that's It'll be price? someone
2: wearing a mask that's too complicated. <laughs> and then they'll be asking strangers to help with the mask. And the strangers <laughs> won't understand <laughs> the social
0: cues. Hey, guys, Everardo here from the podcast you're listening to. I just want to take a moment to shout out an awesome new product that I'm into. And they just happen to be a sponsor of the show.
1: Brain. Brain brain
0: Powerful nootropic from Dr. Oz. No, not that Dr. Oz. The Dr. Oz featured on the Now That's What I Call Wellness podcast and shopping show. Right here on the Public Access Podcast channel. Brain, brain gas brain is a gas. unique nasal spray. One snip and your brain is coated with energy for a whole day. Kinda makes me feel like Bradley Cooper in Limitless meets Crank from the Crank movies. Brain, brain gas brain is gas. literally gasoline for your brain. Before, I felt like my brain was stuck in neutral, but now I'm in overdrive. One hit and my brain's engine is humming, which is a good thing. Anyway, check it out. Google.com search Brain, brain gas, gas Dr. Oz.
2: With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about
0: anywhere.
2: Are there segments in this show ev do we have is there another segment you want to do i would like a segment on our favorite um like i want to i want a segment on novelty mugs and t-shirts that we saw and we enjoyed
0: oh this week. yeah yeah i like that. i like
2: i want to I, I just want to talk about like favorite jokes in media and, and, uh, on mugs and on t-shirts and in commercials which i feel like is like the high priced version of mugs and t-shirts like jokes travel from the did you see the commercial Mm -hmm. where it was like there's like the people are on a boat and then there's like a little boat of sushi like a teeny little remote control boat of sushi traveling towards them and i don't know what it's a commercial for uh but someone was like no anyway (laughs) it's a weird commercial and then someone's like the guy's like uh, oh, g- oh, sushi boat. That's great because I forgot to pack the sandwiches. And then his girlfriend turns to him. and She goes, "You had one job."
0: Oh yeah, that kind of
2: shit. But then that's not, the <laughs> that's not the end. That's oh, not the end of the commercial. God. They keep there's more lines. Fucked.
0: Speaking of commercials, mm-hmm. uh, do you remember the uh, the Alexander Keats commercial with the like Scottish guy who?
2: Yeah, who turned out to be like a bad guy.
0: Yes, I think he turned out to be a I remember uh, him being like kind of like
2: I remember it was he was he what he looked like to me was like <clears throat> if you did a if you if you tried to make fat bastard believable. <laughs> yeah. He looked <laughs> like, like skinny saw...
0: fat bastard but like in real life.
2: Yeah, like like when you see guys who look like Homer <laughs> Simpson and you're like, oh yeah, that's like a non-cartoon version. This was like that.
0: Yeah, he did look like, like Fat that.
2: Bastard in the Wild.
0: If you don't remember these commercials, these were like a couple years ago, Alexander Spear commercials. This guy looks like a realistic fat, fat bastard. He has a yeah. Scottish accent. Yeah. Uh, and I, f- I forget what he, he would say. He would just like say shit in a Scottish accent, I guess. He, I guess, like, is a pedophile. Since-
2: oh he's a pedophile
0: okay yeah i think he's a pedophile (laughs) this summer my parents rented a a cottage in minden ontario this was uh like north kind of in the kawartha area they rented this cottage and the neighbor of this cottage was like oh like before you got here like a few days before you got here there was a helicopter circling this cottage one night and they pulled up like cops pulled a body out of the river out of the lake no it was like, not that guy and it was that <laughs> fucking guy really They pulled his body out of the river at this what? like right at the property of this cottage that my parents rented and then also what happened this summer in Minden, Ontario like a, a week before this uh, dead guy this they pulled this pedophile out of the water a week before <laughs> yeah. that a guy <laughs> went on a fucking anti mask rampage at the grocery store and wow. started like running like w- wasn't allowed in the grocery store cuz he didn't have a mask and like started running people like smashing into cars with his car and then drove what? to like a different grocery store in town and did the same thing there and then wow. uh eventually Drove home and, then and then I think the down police. down to the lake and killed a
2: pedophile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we don't know how to feel about him. Is he good or bad?
0: Man, I don't know. But the police did shoot him. uh So Minden what? Had... They shot him to death? They shot him
2: to death. Jeff! <laughs> this... <laughs> Your stories keep ending in tragedy.
0: I know. It's insane. I like. It's what I. It's, and it's this weird. It happened in like two weeks in this small town. You need to
2: run. The, you need to. I need to run these stories by me before I just. I feel uncomfortable. Like I know yeah. you're describing bad guys, but I feel uncomfortable ripping on them and then having you tag it with any way they died.
0: All right. What's the next segment here, Ev? Um. Okay. Well, I guess considering we, me and you both are comedians, members of the comedy community. Uh, first of all, have you? Maybe we could talk about comedy. Like I have, we have, we haven't really had a chance to do much comedy. Have you done? First of all, have you done any sets since we came back, or since things no. Have started? No.
2: I have. I did like one Zoom, two Zoom shows when the pandemic started. Then I took a long look in the mirror, <laughs> and then I checked out. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who this is for. It's not for me, and it's definitely not for these audiences.
0: Yeah. I... <laughs>
2: it's like, whatever social contract that we're all agreeing to here, this feels like a forced family reunion. Yeah, it
0: does kind of have that. I, I I did a couple Zoom shows, like stand-up Zoom shows. That They are weird. I'm not going to, like... R- I was never, like, going to write them off. Like, I kind of was annoyed when people were like fuck Zoom, like, it's not real. And it's true, it's not real, but it's, like... Not real? <laughs> yeah, like, the kind of, like, you, you know the kind of, like, stand-up, like, the grinder kind type of stand-up comedian? Like, the kind of guys right. that do oh, the thing. Oh, so you're saying, I, didn't, I
2: actually didn't know that this attitude was out there. You're saying that the, the same type like of guys... I feel like it's kind should... of out-
0: a little bit,
2: like the same guys who would kill to perform in like a chicken restaurant while the <laughs> yeah while the restaurant full of people does not re- did not realize there was going to be a show happening are objecting to Zoom. Yeah,
0: they're like, "Fuck this, <laughs> it's not real." Or like even just like older That's... pro comedians who I do respect, oh, sure. but and and I understand that. Like it is not. Yeah, I did, like, my a impression corporate of Zoom show? And it was, it was honestly not of... as bad as I How... thought.
2: How, how's my impression of how confusing an ATM machine is uh, going to work over Zoom? <laughs> beep, boop, bop, boop, yeah. beep.
0: I wonder if there is like the hack stuff like in Zoom shows, like you, you can tell a hack if they're like, now who, like, I bet this guy's not wearing pants, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. I bet that's. I bet there's like Zoom hack, (laughs) and it got hacked like very fast. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like uh, this guy's looking uh, at porn
0: or like something like that. Like those, I'm sure. Yeah, I'd show you.
2: I'd show you what I mean, but I can't stand up. Let's just say I'm not dressed all the way down.
0: Let's just say I got another browser going.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Hope you guys didn't catch a glimpse of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's good. I did I that's did a couple good. Zoom shows, but I'm I also am like I'm not gonna knock on them. I think it's just like anything. I think it's just like a, another th- thing, you know. Like it's like. Did you see that when standups make fun of improv? It's like I'm not gonna make fun of, improv. Like why make fun of that? That's just a different kind of comedy.
2: Well, it's you know but what I mean. You can make fun of it.
0: I think yeah. I mean you can make fun of it.
2: I feel like but you can make fun of all of this. You can make fun of to. it all, I guess. There's like no 99% of that. improv is trash and 99% of stand up is trash. That's true. It's just trash in very different ways.
0: That's true. Yeah, I guess like it's, one, a, of it's like, one
2: of them seems like a support group for very <laughs> very sad people and one of them seems like a support group for very mad people.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference right there. That's the furious?
0: fundamental difference, yeah.
2: Yeah, who's to, who's to blame for your problems? The world or you?
0: Yeah, I guess it, If it's
2: you, there's improv. <laughs> if it's the world, then there's stand up.
0: Damn, that's uh that is the most like succinct way of comparing the two I've <laughs> ever heard. I guess it's like like, like Zoom is like everything else, like you just have to not do a shitty job. You know what I mean? Like just produce a good show. Like there's like shitty stand up yeah. shows. But if you get like a nice like make a little stage area, get a light or whatever, like I think it's the same with zoom and just like figure yeah. out how to be funny on that, which is, it is hard. I will say.
2: Yeah. Jacob Greco had a good show where he played, uh, he played like a computerized sort of robot voice man, yeah. sort of a floating disembodied head. That and I, awesome. I think that was actually the last show I did. I liked the show a lot, but we went, I did it and I was like playing a DJ and riffing with him. And I thought it was just, I thought I was cooking.
0: Yeah. I thought I, think... I was
2: absolutely cooking. And then I read the comments and one guy was like, uh, I can't remember what he said. I think I've blocked out the criticism. But I do remember the response, which was from this guy trying to defend me. And he said, well, it's, it's improv. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. I, can't, I can't see this in real time. <laughs> yeah, That's Seeing it much. in
0: real time is, is crazy. Cause like, I don't want people defending stage- me. You can see like, the audience in real time, but you're not hearing their thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So y- yeah. you can see their face, and even if they look disappointed, you can maybe trick your brain and be like, no, like that's just their face or what, like, whatever. Yeah, like, maybe they don't laugh face. a lot. Yeah. Uh, but when you're seeing still them, the worst,
2: <laughs> still, still the worst feeling in the world when you do a set and like one, one person d- like, is sitting in the front row and they're not laughing. Oh, you're yeah. ju- you just convince yourself that they're just not a big laugher. Oh, they probably laugh inwardly, and then you see the next performer make that person laugh until they cry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is that's that always happens. Um, But yeah, so basically, stand up is not really a thing. Also, like yeah, it's sort of come back now, and it's like we're all just pretending it's back. Like it's not really back. Like there's like plexiglass on the screens. It's like it's bizarre. Anyway, I did. Want to maybe this kind of maybe a final segment we can talk about jokes or something? I don't know.
2: Yeah, you want to try your jokes out on me?
0: I want to try a joke out because this is the, this <laughs> is a
2: segment where uh, Ev, Ev has his notebook full of. I'm gonna have to assume have a- months worth of material from when the pandemic started. I'd love it. I cannot wait for you to try your half cooked premises <laughs> on me. Well, I, this is—I have not. This is the most excited I've been this entire podcast. I finally not, understand what this is. I don't want
0: to like straight up do. I don't know if I'm gonna do a joke, like tell a joke, like I would on on a stage. But I did. I did a joke a, a show last week, and I I'm gonna say I bombed. I'll admit it. I bombed, and I realize I think my material was just too like depressing for people. Like it's. I realize people if they're out, they don't want to be reminded that it's a pandemic because they're already feeling like it's was kind of a bad remember idea. Remember
2: the guy who did those Alexander Keiths commercials? <laughs> he was a pedophile.
0: He died. I think I brought that up. Maybe <laughs> They're like, we don't remember any of it. I this guy
2: went on an anti-mask tirade. He <laughs> yeah. did it in another grocery store. He was a lunatic. He got murdered. <laughs>
0: My jokes were like like I'm glad this is the apocalypse we're we're going through right and they're like don't remind us like please mm-hmm. don't ever remind us.
2: They might have been waiting for the punchline too.
0: That's true. That's that's the other thing. I was also like I'm like I'm not going to do my old jokes which are <laughs> yeah. good I would like good jokes that are complete with sure. punchlines and premises and people like them. Like I gotta yeah. work on my stuff. I new don't want stuff. any false
2: humility on Everardo Unleashed. It's <laughs> yeah. Everardo Unleashed. I want you to talk up your. I got the talk best up jokes. Work,
0: We've all been seeing them for years now, but no, but I was, I was like, I don't want to like do the old jokes. That seems like a waste of my time. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess I'll do new jokes, which aren't gonna okay. be good, and they weren't good.
2: That's well. You know what? Lay lay them on me. Lay some of those on me. And then we'll make this a regular segment where you can hit me with your, your latest jokes and premises and thoughts that might become jokes. And, you know, and then maybe people, uh, aspiring comedians or, um, or just curious, you know, listeners will have a little insight into the joke writing process. Or maybe it'll turn them off the enterprise altogether, which win-win.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, again- Win-win. So, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, th- this was one idea i had it was about riding the subway do you ever like do you uh this is actually something i do whenever whenever like the subway or a bus or whatever comes into the station do you like look uh-huh. through the window and like try to pick the best bus you know what i mean like not like see who's on the bus the before bus. you pick which which car to go into like on the subway, as it's rolling in, you skim. Do you call subway cars buses? <laughs> the bus. <laughs> this is this is a joke you can work it, on. In your
2: mind, is a subway made up of multiple buses?
0: In my in my mind, I'm already making the joke accessible for out of town shows that don't have this the the joke is not (laughs) even written the premise isn't even fleshed out i'm already thinking about touring it in kitchener or whatever when they don't have a sub so i'm
2: so much more confusing to try and translate it (laughs) mid-joke yeah so for this (laughs) so condescending to explain to someone in kitchener that a subway is a bus (laughs) underground (laughs)
0: oh <laughs> uh, man yeah okay so for this all right continue so for this okay, purpose you're looking through... we're talking about the yeah. subway yeah um yeah like as the car is rolling in i look through the window and i try to like see what kind of people are on in each car before i decide like oh, okay i'm gonna go in this one like not too many people not like a weird uh like there's no buskers there's no like banjo guy
2: right there's like there's no like guy with an organ playing desposito. Yeah,
0: there's not, none of that. And like, also uh, one thing I try, um it's like I picked the bus that I think like if this is a movie, who would the movie like follow? Because that that's gonna be the what? best bus. Like, <laughs>
2: stop saying. Like, I insist you stop saying bus. Okay. I, I demand that you stop I saying mean,
0: bus. God i mean subway car
2: okay listen <laughs> uh, here's the here's the flaw in this thinking to me if you in my mind no i wait for the one that stops in front of me and i get on uh, that one I it see. doesn't stop it stops for like five to ten seconds That's true. Right. are you look like if you look at the front first car and you decide that you like the look of someone inside it. Are you racing down the subway <laughs> I guess, tracks
0: to get to that car? I guess, yeah, right. Ultimately, it's between like the two that I see r- immediately that I could. It's like, which one? It's like, which one? I guess is better It's less ultimately which one has less people that's the number one factor that i'm looking yeah. for yeah less people Yeah, that's,
2: there's no reason <laughs> to get all cute with this it's which car has the <laughs> fewest people and yes if you see a busker obviously avoid that at all costs
0: but then my here's the other aspect of it what if something goes down on this bus or a car you know like what if like what if a t- Are, like a speed like speed I like know speed. You keep
2: saying bus because you're going to talk about speed. <laughs> that maybe that's it. why I
0: keep saying bus cuz I'm picturing a speed like situation, but it could happen on a subway. Well, maybe I you guess I can it could picture be the end of speed where it's a subway.
2: Three. Right.
0: So like if something yeah, were to go down
2: speed or the or the equally popular taking of Pelham 123.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so the other asp- the two factors are like how many people are in it and also if something goes down Is this car gonna? Is this the the bus that or the car that's gonna survive? You know, like is this the one the movie's gonna follow throughout the whole time, or is this like one of the carts at the back that gets like blown up or whatever? In a in a terrorist emergency style uh, situation, if something were to go down,
2: I'm okay. Now it seems like you're confusing a subway with a train.
0: It, yeah, like any like, of it, anything. Seen,
2: I've never seen a single movie where one subway car,
0: <laughs> Men in Black, pulled
2: away from from the rest of the subway. Does that happen? I've
0: Men I've, in Black. I think a big worm, or maybe a big worm, becomes the subway. I don't know. In Men in Black, what? <laughs> in Men in Black, there's. Like, I think it's Men in Black. He's like in the subway, and there's like a big slug alien, yeah, chasing the subway, and like. Maybe eats Correct. the la- the final car, the last car. So I'm like, Correct. I don't want to be that car that gets eaten by slug. I want to be Will Smith car. Yeah. So I pick like a so, car that uh, has like, you know, like a Will Smith type, a Chris Pratt type, like an action. Here, like, is there someone that if shit goes right. so down, not, can they handle it? Because I don't want to be the guy that have to handle. it. That's
2: you. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it's not me. So, here's what I'm gonna say. This is not a joke. <laughs> this, is not, this is not relatable material, huh. is what I'm going to okay.
0: say. That's kind of the vibe the audience was giving, giving off as well. They were like, what are you talking about? And I, <laughs> I feel
2: like the relatable element of this joke is, there are certain people on the subway you want to avoid. And that is the only thing <laughs> that's relatable. <laughs> i've okay. never once thought which part of this subway would get blown up or eaten by a worm oh man and who's the hero
0: hmm you're right but yeah maybe it's ultimately not a joke <laughs> I, I guess
2: <laughs> i'm not saying there's nothing there i think there's uh, a... do you have another do you have another one you want to try out uh
0: no i think that's the only thing i've thought about <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was eight months of work
0: <laughs> yeah and like over like eight months i'm like Building it up, and it's like, in my mind, the perfect joke. And then when I'm telling it on stage, I've also realized I've not really like spoken out loud to anyone other than my yeah. girlfriend or my family, or like yeah. some. Have you coworkers. told them that joke? Um, I th- I tried to run it by my girlfriend. She was also like, not, <laughs> did not follow what I was trying to say. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it's in the delivery. <laughs> Well, that's our show another biting episode of
2: another yeah. <laughs> another episode. Is there is that how you want to wrap it up? Just say goodbye. You don't have a closing? Do you have like a parting thought, a pearl of wisdom or anything you want to leave your listeners with?
0: Um not really. I guess, I feel hmm. like I'm Let's podcast see. coach. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you're kind of like uh <laughs> Yeah, like my coach in podcasting. I like lo- I like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could Yeah. Everardo we don't really have, any, do you have anything to plug Because <laughs> we don't plug. have plugs
2: Check out Yeah, come see me in the park playing tennis Check it working out Working out some shit
0: Nice uh, Yeah, I have nothing to plug Other than this podcast Which you're hopefully already listening to
2: Yeah, Hopefully <laughs> hopefully. hopefully you're not just reading a transcript online <laughs> To see if the words jump off the page enough For you to give it a listen I'd I'd love to end the episode uh, for my part with a motivational, inspirational quote. And maybe this can become a bit of a routine as well. Um, But here's the quote for this week. Begin quote. This is life, Hank. You know, shit comes flying at you and you got to deal with it. That's what defines you, how you deal with it. You don't get points for wallowing. And that quote, of course, comes from the character Karen from the show Californication.
0: Damn. Wonderful. So that's
2: our inspirational quote of the week is from the show Californication and the character Karen.
0: Never never saw that show, but uh, maybe I will. You know. Maybe that's, ins- that's inspired me to maybe think about watching it.
2: Yeah, let's all go watch Californication. Yeah. A show about a uh, a writer who, a writer who's really cool, David Duchovny is a really cool writer <laughs> um, who has uh, sex with
0: who's so a of, horny a lot of
2: people. He's a horny and he's too horny and that's his fatal flaw.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you think that's <laughs> like he can his horniness makes him have sex with uh, people and then that hurts his relationships. He has sex with the wrong <laughs> too many people in the wrong ones can't say no
0: and he can't
2: write that second book even though the first one was so good
0: i know we're we're, we're the show we're wrapping up the show and we don't want to just be one of those shows where we're just talking about movies and, and shows and stuff but californication does seem like the the most obvious example of like uh, a tv show writer living out their wildest life through the show that they create you know what i mean Oh They're yeah. Like, it was truly the I'm last this gasp guy. of
2: a certain kind of masculinity. Yeah. Like it's the like you know like the 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 moment before something changes. You see the extreme, like, it's the extreme last gasp of pre-Me Too Hollywood.
0: Yeah, that's true. Just
2: like a a primal scream (laughs) of a man with a boner. It's like... Just like a man pulling his pants down (laughs) and his hard penis screaming at you to listen to him.
0: It's like... (laughs) Listen to me! That's true. It's like, I think that whole era of Hollywood is, like, stretching... The like the mentality, like the Hemingway masculinity mentality, oh, all yeah. the way as far as it can go, down to this oh, yeah, like, the basest, like shittiest yeah. uh, version. Last of gasp that. of like yeah. Norman
2: Mailer, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: I love that. Before
2: everything changed a little bit, also early, and you know what? It would be fun to turn this into a Californication podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the world is crying out. I am fascinated by the first first stage post-Sopranos prestige television. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like something between, like we could talk about Californication, we could talk about Carnival.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's like (laughs) a weird era where like, not everyone watched these shows because it was still on HBO and it wasn't, nothing was as popular as Sopranos, like Rome
2: like we hadn't really gotten to the wire show, quite. Think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like
2: the wire and then Game of Thrones and Mad Men busted it open. Yeah. But for a while there there was this kind of like oh TV is nuts now. Yeah. But most people still weren't into it. But I watched Rome for sure.
0: Yeah, my parents It was just watched like Rome. horny
2: TV. Yeah, it was like
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was just TV for adults and it's like well you're paying for it so we'll we'll show them fucking Don't want to become one of those TV film podcast, so we'll maybe end it Too there. Late. But uh, thank Too you, late. Mark, for coming on the show, and uh, maybe coming on the show. I'm coming a part on the of show, the show. <laughs> coming on the show as kind of a ho- co-host, producer, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> executive producer, main element, basically the only other element of this show. Yeah. So the uh, guy
2: you bounce your ideas off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love to That's do. What I want to feel like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no thanks for coming this is fun and okay bye everyone bye guys
1: we hope you enjoyed part one of i love comedy a three-part journey into the art of stand-up comedy and the craft of a perfect joke hosted by everardo ramirez and mark little recorded and edited by Stefan mcleod and everardo ramirez music Subliminal by Heaven for Real, JPB High NCS Release. Public Access Bumper by Green Stewart. Stay tuned for part 2, and subscribe to the Public Access Podcast channel for more shows like this. If you are part of the class action lawsuit, you are entitled to a podcast of your own. Visit google.com and search Public Access Podcast channel for more info.